0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: to another episode of Block Talk Radio. This is the show, the one and only show we have on Tuesday, Racial Matters, and, uh, or some people say race matters, whatever you want to call it. But, folks, tonight we're dealing with uh, some serious subjects, but before I get into that, how is everybody doing? I always have a tendency to jump right into the thick of things. Hopefully everybody is doing well, and I really mean that. I know that we have these blogs. It's very easy uh, for y'all listeners, um, to feel like a number, and I want to make sure tonight you don't feel like a number. I really care about the people that support Five Smooth Stones by listening to the different shows we have, and I want you to know that I really appreciate it. appreciate y'all going to the archives even after the show, and uh, many of you don't get a chance to listen when the show is on, so you the only way you can listen is to it. After it goes off So I do appreciate that We really appreciate that Um, Like I said before I get into the thick of things I have a few things I want to talk about Um, I want to remind everybody That we do have a website I get so busy In talking about the show That I don't do like A lot of blog hosts um, uh, um, Blog talk hosts And that is Remind everybody About the website so y'all should know, I'm definitely ain't in it for the money or the promotion. 'Cause half the time I don't even talk about this website, but we do have a website, and uh, it is being more put on it, more and more and more. But there's enough on there right now to, I think, keep anybody busy. The name of the site is Five, like the num like the letter F I V E, uh, not the number, but the letter. Five Smooth Stones dot webs dot com. Again, that's www. Five Smooth Stones spelled out dot webs dot com. It's just that simple. And uh, go to that site, register, we'll ask you just a few questions. And then, um, you can start looking at the videos. You can start looking at the pictures. I have all kind of pictures supporting the different topics. These are more like documentary pictures. And then there also is travel photos of me of uh, just different parts of the world. Um, check that out. And uh, also there's, there's other members like you, part of the website. Um, uh, the thing is I'm hoping that what we can do is start dialogue with each other. And as you know, iron sharpened iron. Many of you want to see things like racism in. Many of you want to see things like the true history of the Bible taught. You know, the fact that the Bible is a book with people of color. That's all it is, pretty much. And where white skin does appear. Uh, again, um, no disrespect to our white brothers and sisters, but where white skin does appear. It has its origin in albinoism, and as well as vitiligo. Uh, the so these are the origin of what we call today white skin. Uh, most High made man in the garden, as He say, "Straight out of His mouth I use the words of the Most High." Thus colored, He made man out of the dust. And just so you know that all of that same dust reproduces out of itself. He said everything he made was to reproduce after itself. So, and then another part of Scripture, he talks to Adam and he says, Dust thou art, dust thou art, and dust shall you return. Well, people tell me sometimes, how do you know that the dust that we see today is the same dust or dirt that um, the Most High used to make Adam? Well, it's very simple. He said, Two things that we can find out. One of them, he said, Dust thou art. Well, we couldn't see Adam. So we can't prove that one. But then he says, thus shall thou return. Folks, we can see what color mankind turned to. And this show isn't about Christ or the disciples or Jesus being black. Please, please understand. This this show is 300 times more important than that. This is about bringing people together as a human family, and if you listen to the show and turn that foolishness off, if you're thinking that, you can learn some today. Really, really, really is so much for so much more than that. The, the, the Bible says, "Flesh and blood won't even enter into the kingdom." Okay, we're going to have a new body. Flesh and blood will not even enter into uh, the kingdom of heaven, according to Scripture. So, what I, what is the brother saying tonight? I'm saying to you that the Most High is in, He wants our heart. He always has one in our hearts. He
2: always wants
1: our spirit. The Bible says, they that worship Him must worship Him in spirit and in truth. So, He's not interested in nobody's color of night. But we bring that color to show you something far, far more important than just the color itself. We bring that color to show you. How men has used color to divide We're actually doing the opposite Of what you think But if you're stuck on thinking Oh they just talk about how Jesus was black you just going to miss the whole boat You know the Bible says Christ said like this man shall live By every word that proceeded Out of the mouth of the most high Well Of course this, Well And having said that Words to proceed out of the most high you know, Christ said, man shall live by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of the most high. Well, one of the things the scripture talk about is his hair being like a lamb's wool. But that is even not what we're talking about tonight. Uh, Farrakhan is going to hit on a very, very, that video is only like five minutes. The bulk of the show is going to be a white woman tonight, a very precious white sister, sharing some things that only the most high have to have put in this woman's heart to share. And, um... Uh, <laughs> You just don't hear people talking on this level, white or black, much less uh, white people. You just don't hear it. I mean, not saying they don't want to. I just think people don't care about it. They're too busy. Racism is a very painful subject, and people just don't like to sit around and talk about it. I mean, you know, there's certain people that are called to do it. I feel like I'm one of those. And, yeah, I sure sure do believe that. I feel like I'm one of those, and I have have plenty of... Plenty of reasons to talk about it, plenty of experiences to, to validate uh, the validity of this conversation. And you do too, you just be honest with yourself. So, racism is, is part of the American fabric. And if we're not talking about it, we're probably, probably part of the problem. Probably. So, again, this is Brother Seth. Let you listen to Five New Songs, the topic tonight. Let's get to let me just go ahead and read the show's uh, description. I always like to do that. This is the whole show description for tonight, just so you'll know what you're in for. Farrakhan and white Woman tells amazing truth about racism. And I went on to 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 uh, note that white women, a white woman bears her soul and tell amazing truth about the real relationship between blacks and white. I went on to say. You will probably never hear this so articulated in your life coming from our white sister, uh, coming from our white sisters and brothers, okay? Let me repeat that again. You will probably never hear this so articulated in your life coming from our white sisters uh, or brother. And so, and I mean that. You just don't hear it, folks. You just don't hear it. And I went on to finish by saying, also, Farrakhan speaks on do we really own black organizations? Who's pulling their strings? He goes and just, just really show you how sad it is that even these organizations are as in much bondage as the people themselves. Lastly, I'm going to type or to add, and talking about Farrakhan, and why it is vital for all to see the Father's true relationship with black people in the Bible. This show is a must-hear. I don't say that often. So join us tonight, and hopefully you all are able to stay tuned for the whole entire show. There are some people I expect to be here. Let's see if they're here yet. Um, We'll give them a few more minutes for those of you that are here already in the chat room and on the phone line, thank you, thank you, thank you. Really appreciate the support. Um, just know this, folks. Brother Seth, love everybody. And I don't just say that to be politically correct. I really do love all people. I and mean, there really ain't nothing you can do about it. It's simply, it's just as simple. Um, I want to also uh, go ahead and start with the Lewis, Minister Louis Farrakhan and his, uh, him talking about do we own black organizations. This is going to be the first clip. Farrakhan is going to do another clip after that talking about uh, the, the importance of people knowing about the father's relationship with blacks in the Bible and how he just talks about the history in a way you probably never heard it. And then there's a, a white brother comes on and talk about racial, um, uh, white uh, whites, uh, privilege. I don't know i got a mental block tonight, but white privilege. And he does a very good job. This is an interview. I think it's on CNN. It's one of these uh, networks, and his brother really lays it out. Lastly is a sister, like I said earlier. You're just never going to hear this kind of heart-to-heart someone bearing their soul. Obviously the most I have touched her heart And I'm so thankful for this sister Alright, maybe she didn't her name At the beginning of the show But I don't even remember her name I just remember she talked so much about the subject And you just don't even think about who she is as a person So let's move on And uh, I think what I'll do Is I'll just play just the those friends of mine That will come in just a little bit more time And uh, we will be Um yeah, I think we should go ahead and take just a little short break. This probably be about a three-minute break. When we come back, we'll dig right into it. So call your friends, text everybody you know. Not everybody you know, but text a few friends and tell them to tune in to the show tonight because I'm telling you all, folks, you're going to be saying, Dad, so-and-so needs to be hearing this. So-and-so needs to be hearing this. So go ahead and text them. Um, the uh, phone number seven six zero two eight three zero eight three eight 760-283-0838 or having to tune into www.blogtalkradio.com. Simply type in the search box five smooth stones and just move down to they see the show live. You can miss the link. It'll say live in red letters. We'll be right back in a second. All right, folks, thank you for your patience there. I just had to take a little short break. But anyway, welcome to, again, another episode of Blog uh, Talk Radio. This is the host, Bob Stone, And tonight we are talking about racial matters. Race matters is a topic tonight. And uh, we, I just want to lay a foundation, and then we're going to go straight to the audio clip, and we're going to discuss uh, this information. Um <laughs> Folks, I'm telling y'all, I I, I haven't heard this, this, this sermon from uh, Farrakhan and this is a new one of his new topics, so at least I haven't heard and I try to keep up with a lot on what he's saying. Don't agree with everything what Farrakhan do and say, but I have to admit this these clips is off the chain, not to mention the other three, that's really gonna bless you by white brothers and sisters. A, a white or a white brother and a white sister. And I do mean that but I'll just say that. We are all one family, folks. Y'all need to get on the bandwagon and quit this tripping, thinking we're so divided. But anyway, um, the scripture says we wrestle not against flesh and blood. The battle is not with flesh and blood. It's with spiritual pa- spiritual wickedness. How many times do you people talk about spiritual wickedness? The battle is with ignorance. The battle is with deception. The battle is with lies. And the battle is with evil spirits. Don't forget that. I don't know what to tell you if you don't believe in that. But tonight, I just want to lay a foundation before we start and just say, folks, this, this message, this, these tapes, these clips, the commentary by me and hopefully everybody else is to unite. It's to unite. It is to unite, not divide. Not divide, folks. I believe that if you don't do something in love, it's just not going nowhere. It has to be rooted and grounded in love. And this is my goal. This is my mission. I've been, tu- I've been saying that for over a year now on this blog. Five Food songs and all of his shows is devoted, committed to un- unifying the righteous. Now, we're not trying to unify the wicked and the righteous because you can't mix those two. You can't mix oil and water. So folks that has been on acting crazy, stuck on being stupid, we just can't do nothing with them. You know, the most I have to judge them. We'll love them, but we will never, ever endorse foolishness. So this show is very, very serious. But we're going to have some fun, too, tonight. We're going to hopefully laugh. and uh, But at the same time, we're going to challenge some of y'all's thinking. We're going to challenge some of the thought patterns that some of y'all have. You know, we were all, most of us listening to the show was born and bred in America. And most of us were taught in this educational system. We are taught in these churches also. We are also taught by socialism. So we are, we are Americans inside and out. And unfortunately, that means a lot of us have racism. Even black people have racism towards their own selves. You don't have to have a, a, a Ku Klux Klan around to, to have racism. You can have racism with an all-black um, just look at the Rwanda situation, case in point. You know, the Tutsis thought they was better than the Tutsis. The Hutus thought they was better than the Tutsis. And 800,000 people lost their lives to prove that point. You can have self-hate. You can have self-disrespect. You can have low self-esteem without any Ku Klux Klan or white supremacist mentality. And I don't want to just talk about the Klan, 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 because the Klan, I don't want like to talk about the Klan, really, because... I'm talking about everyday good old white people that we go to work with, that we that we married, that we go to church with. These are the people I'm talking about tonight. I'm talking about good old black people, those that is in your family, those that's probably laying right beside you in the bed. This is the people that this show is talking about tonight. There is racism deep embedded inside our psyche, and tonight you might get a little uncomfortable, especially listening to the sister that's going to share the white sister later on, She's gonna hit some nerves that some of y'all just thought you was free of. You thought you wasn't a part of the problem. You thought you was different. And tonight, she might just show you that you are part of the problem. Well, what does that mean if you find out you're part of the problem? Does that mean you're a bad person? No. It's just we gotta get rid of these lies. And we are. This stuff is embedded in us. It's deep inside of us. I'm talking to black people too tonight. When we say racism, we always think about white, 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 white. But most of the pain inflicted on us as a people is inflicted by people that we marry, people that are brothers and sisters. Our family have brought us the most pain. Probably the number one person that has brought us the most pain in our life is ourselves, our choices. And then behind that is our, our, our significant other. because other. they're closest to us. And behind that is our family. Then it branches out to uh, society and white people and all that. So most of our pain, black folks, come from black people, and as far as white people, you should, I'm, I know you can say the same thing. So tonight is is a deep look at some hidden, crazy, wicked beliefs we have. This sister is gonna get into this a little later on in the show, but we're gonna start off with Farrakhan. It's very clear that we have problems, and then we're gonna go to a clip where my white privilege. Hear this, brother These are white people that I believe the most high Is raising up because they are On my truth They want us to understand That we're not equal We're not treated equal And these people are seeking the same thing I'm seeking For us to become one Again, I'm seeking for the unification Of the righteous I cannot unify wicked people People that, wicked people Let me define is people that made their mind up No matter what they they, don't even, they won't even listen to me. They won't even hear me. They're going to come on the show probably tonight, say something crazy and hang up in your face or something like that. The people like that, I can't reach. You can't reach. They're wicked. They chose to be wicked, and they turn a deaf ear. If they would just listen, they would become one of our brothers and sisters. So we're reaching out to the righteous. That means black and white. Some black people come on the show, and they hear these types of comments by Farrakhan and his sister, his white sister and his white brother's going to come on tonight, and it it hits that, that white supremacist nerve inside these black people, and they act just as crazy as some of these racist white people call. So this show is dealing, 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 deep, deep, deep inside the psyche. So I'm going to go ahead and start this first clip. Those that's not here, I just feel sorry for them. They're going to miss out. They're going to miss out. They're going to miss out. But we got to move on. And uh, they just have to rewind it and listen to a lady. But you are blessed to hear the minister Louis Farrakhan start this show off popping, um, talking about black um uh black organization. This this right here is just my goodness. I need I'm just gonna go ahead and play it. So and another thing I wanna say that I don't hardly say often real quick is be prayerful. We prepple, No matter who you hear sharing on this blog, you know information can mess your head up. People can say things to you that will really mess you up and set you back in life. Everything is not good to hear, but I can assure you tonight. Tonight, this show is bent on unification. It's gonna, it's gonna be like a surgery. It's cutting, and some parts of the surgery is gonna hurt, and you're gonna swear I'm a racist. You're gonna swear that I'm a part of the problem, and you're gonna, you know. But if you just stay with the surgery, in the end, you will be, I guarantee you, made whole. I guarantee you, because the most high is running this ship. Okay? So here we go. Do we really own black organizations? Check this out. It's a very short clip.
3: So the great Sammy Davis had to die. Poor, broke, owing the government money. And his poor wife couldn't have the benefit of her husband's own estate. Clean them out. Red Fox had us all laughing. The big one. And when the big one came, the IRS took it all.
4: All our leaders in
3: sports and entertainment locked down by a wicked cabal of bloodsuckers of the talent and vitality and strength of those who could make a difference. Now you can call that anti-Semitism if you want, but I call it truth of some bloodsuckers that won't let my people go free. You think these artists that make all this money are free men and women? tobacco companies that are feeding death into our communities control all black publications. I opened the black weekly newspaper here. It's our voice. community in a Mercedes Benz or BMW, living in a fine mansion don't make you free, you just a dressed up nigga on the plantation. This state.
4: You should be able to have an air
3: conditioned gymnasium.
1: Are you having the one and only? And uh, I love that man. I love that man. I'm telling. I'm telling black people and white people, everybody listening, there isn't a voice that freely discusses the plight of the black woman with the type of following, with a mass following, as Louis Farrakhan probably in the whole entire world. Yeah, there are a lot of ministers in storefronts that will tell you the truth, but we don't know who they are because they're small, you know, and that's okay because they're doing what the most High told them. But I'm talking about a big name that we all recognize. There isn't. you You cannot be a Muslim. You may not believe in the way they believe and the way their women believe and all the things that come with Islam. But you cannot deny there isn't a man on the planet that articulates the pain. I remember when I would go and see Farrakhan, and uh, I'm a a believer. I'm I'm a so-called Christian. You know, I don't like the name Christian because uh, that's what the enemies gave him. But I definitely follow Christ for sure, and I believe he lived, came, lived, died, rose, and is going to return in some form or another. And I do believe that ultimately we worship the Father, and this is the best example of, how we do that Christ. Now, having said that, I went to see him one time in Miami. I've seen him in a lot of places, but uh, I've heard him. I've actually seen him in Dallas and Miami. When I was in Miami, I never saw black men cry, big, muscular type of men cry before it started, the show started. The, the 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 thing started. It was crying out. I mean, this this these guys was crying out. Farrakhan, just like a woman would emote, but I saw men doing that. Strong looking men. And then at the at the Million Man's March, which it ended up being two or three million, they say, y'all forget what happened. Always, but the oh, right before Farrakhan was about to come out, they just didn't want to hear from no more speakers, and the whole
5: crowd started
1: chanting Farrakhan. When you get a million or half a million Or whatever amount of men that was doing that That's unheard of That is just unheard of And so Having said that, he's just a man He's just a, a vessel I don't trust no man And I know that he can get off just like anybody can But again, there isn't a voice That's strong So talk about some of the things he said real briefly. We're going to go ahead and play the next clip That's going to even be more more powerful because this talks about how the Father looks at black people and, and, and what about them with regards to the Bible. What What is the most I have to say about blacks in the Bible? You know, is there blacks in the Bible? Which I don't know if you've been listening to this show, that's a little to even ask because that's one of the main things we talk about, one of the five topics of five stones we talk about. It's what we call the show, Five New Stones. So there's a lot of teaching on this website, on this uh, blog about who so called African Americans are. But anyway, Farrakhan is gonna give his version and you gotta hear how he talks about the father and and, and and black people. And white people listening, you need this just like you need your next breath because I really don't think that a a a honest white person like this people that's gonna come on later on in the show, I think if they be honest, you really don't understand the value of white people, of black people. And that's one the reason we get mistreated because, like Miles Monroe said, if you don't understand a thing, why it was designed, abuse is inevitable. If you don't understand a particular toaster, let's just say a toaster, you don't know this could toast, you're going to abuse it. If you don't understand a certain... Uh, uh, you know, computer uh, part. You're going to abuse it. If you don't understand anything, you're going to abuse it. And I don't think they understand our white brothers and sisters, and a lot of people all over the world understand our true contributions to this planet. So when you get when you come in contact with black people, and you don't know who they are and why they're in the situation they're in, it's just natural and normal to disrespect. Now, some people may say we well, should love everybody no matter what, but I just think when people act the way we act. As a people, I'm talking some of our young people, you know, not having a a a, a home because we live in America. It's supposed to be our home. It's supposed to be yes. We uh, spend our bloodshed. Uh, uh, we spent blood like everybody else. We died in wars. We pay taxes. All it should be our country, but that's in theory. But the reality of it is, we are homeless. Anybody that different is lying through their teeth because when you're at home, you can relax. You feel a sense of pride. You have something to protect. And the average black person I come across and talk to, don't feel at home. Don't feel safe. You know how you feel when you're at your house, you do what you want, and you have a sense of protection. There's laws, there's rules to, to protect you. We don't have that. And, and I can just name all types of aspects of society in the United States that, that makes that very clear. The education system, you know, the political system, the, the, the law enforcement system, judicial system. I mean, I could just go on and on and on. We're at the bottom of every single society, and I know it's not because we're not in, intellectually, uh, uh, intellectual, um, we're struggling in that area. We know this because we have built this country. Anyway, I want to move on, and y'all are going to really appreciate this next clip. And I promise you, these last, the last things, the last clips we have, you guarantee you never heard nothing like this. But check this out. This is why uh, this is important uh, to see blacks in the Bible and their relationships with the high. Folks, y'all got to text people and let them know to, to tune in this show because this is something they can't miss. I'm very serious. Watch. When it goes off, you're going to say, Dad, I should have took him up on that and had my so-and-so to listen or to my friends or my husband to listen. Okay? This is what we're doing tonight, uniting people. You know, we're dealing with the deep hatred that's deep inside of us. I'm talking about blacks and whites. We all on this planet have this because we've been lied to by those that, beat the, those that are in power. Here's Louis Farrakhan. Uh, part 2 Why it's important uh, To recognize Blacks in the Bible And that the Bible is pretty much A book dom- predominantly Of people of color
4: Check it out
3: That I hear Preach the scripture Beautifully But they don't show black people Where we are In the book
5: See We took a picture The natural thing
3: is, where do I fit in this? See, and as black people, you don't believe that God really loves you. That He really cares about you. And when the pastors preach, you mean to tell me the prophets could see the end of time and didn't see the horror of the transatlantic slave trade and write about it? You mean the prophets could see and they didn't see America and the wickedness of America? No, 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 no! don't look at me like I'm crazy now. If they saw this, and wrote about it, then they saw you in her midst, a destroyed people. But where is it in the book? See, Rev, if you can't show me where God is concerned with me and my condition and the condition of my people, what the heck do I need it for You talk about he saves, well, hell, we need saving. (laughs) You're dying like flies in America. Your health condition is deteriorating. The elderly got to decide whether they can pay for their drugs or get a decent meal for themselves. Children on crack and crack babies being raised by their grandmothers. Look at your world and tell me when a pastor can back same-sex
5: marriage. Oh, don't
3: get quiet on me now. See, this kind of preaching, it will stir your conscience. And it pricks your conscience and makes you look not at somebody else, look at yourself. See, the standard of rectitude is Christ Himself.
5: So, how do you measure? Well,
3: you know, He's holy and, and child, let me tell you. God is his father, honey. And Mary, you know, God made her pregnant, and, and I'm, you know, it was a giant Negro that made my mother pregnant, so don't worry about how I act. Yeah, 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 we got to worry about how you act. I got to worry about how I act. Because if I don't worry about how I act, then my peace is disturbed. And then I cease to be a part of the peace because I have to belong to God in order to be a piece of the peace. Yes. And I can't belong to God as a reprobate, all right. as one backsliding, keep coming up and going back, yes. going up and falling all the way down. And then wallowing in the mud, like the Bible says, Behold the dog! Return! to his vomit and the sow once clean to the muck and the mire. You spit up the evil then go eat it back up again.
5: A carnal mind
3: is not of Christ. A spiritual mind reflects Christ. Yes it does. A carnal mind is mindful of the needs of the flesh. Yes. Yes. The spiritual mind is a mind that is stayed on the things of the spirit. Yes. So, look, I would like to challenge pastors to look at the scripture again because we are all the way through it from Genesis to Revelation. You think you're talking about white people.
5: They in there now. Oh,
3: they got a heavy role in there. You can't raise that kind of hell in God and not give you your pot.
5: Come on now.
3: See, look, I, I, I would like to go in white churches and preach just like I'm preaching. Our father used to sing a song, everybody talking about heaven ain't going there. Heaven. Heaven. See? White folks talk all that heaven talk. How could you go to heaven? Lynching us. All right. How could you go to heaven raping us, kidnapping us, gerrymandering us, redlining us? How can you go to heaven? with a racist mind that makes the people of God inferior in your eyes to justify the evil that you pour on them every day of their lives. How can you go to heaven like that? White folk got to change, brothers and sisters. What did you say? What did you say? I'm born again. I'm born again. How can a man enter back into his mother's womb for the second time? He said, "Well, the wind, you know, it listeth wherever it goeth, or whatever." I guess when Nicodemus heard all of that, he, huh? What? <laughs> and then he said, "Except you be born again." All right. You can't see the kingdom of God. Being born again does not mean. Going back in your mother's womb. Once you come out of that, you can't go back. But being born again means really that in the teachings of Christ, or Muhammad as we say, Uh see, you go back into a womb where you are broken down and built up. To become a new creature in Christ. See, the scripture says, Be ye not conformed to this world, but be ye what? By what? Well then, if your mind is still on the same thing that it was on before, you got a Negro mind. A self-hating mind? A mind that thinks your blackness is a curse from God? If you got that kind of mind that was given to you by your oppressor, you need to be born again. And so Jesus come right back at you. Look at how grown up you are. Oh yeah, I'm grown. Anybody tell me nothing, I'm grown up. But the Master said,
5: Except
3: you become as a little child. You can't enter the kingdom of God because you've been born in sin and shaped in iniquity. Look at the scripture. What does born in sin mean? Does it mean sex is sin? No sirree. (laughs) Thank God for that. not sin. It is God that has ordained that. It's the misuse of it that is sin. Okay? Sin, as Paul said, is transgression of the law. You are born into a lawless world that whatever God says, thou shalt not do. Government authorities and white people say it's all right. you born into that kind of world. The Bible said the Lord, your God is one God. Don't make no graven image. Don't bow down. Don't worship that. You go to church, you see all these statues. Oh, this is Mary. This is Jesus. This is Paul. This is this. And you genuflected it about. But the Scripture told you not to do that. But they make it seem all right, don't they? See, they make evil, fast semen. Yeah. Folks, that 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 you,
1: you you gotta you gotta love that. Y'all gotta love that. That is again Louis Farrakhan, and um, y'all. I told y'all he's gonna say some things that's gonna really make you think. You know, the thing that stuck out, stuck out to me more than anything he said is gonna be when he talks about whether apostle Paul said, be transformed. Um, by the renewing of your mind. You know, racism, again, if you're born in this country and you're educated in this country and you go to church in this country or you go to mosques in this country, if you socialize in this country, you most likely, to some degree, is a white supremacist. I'm not talking about white people right now. I'm talking about you all the white people. And took them out of, the, off, off, uh, out of the United States And we still was taught by the same system we was taught by And we still went to the same churches And we still went we still, Well we can't socialize with them But what I'm saying is Just in socializing with our own selves We our own selves In culture, fashion We promote white supremacy Without the help of white people sometimes It's a system and that is what we're doing tonight: digging deep into the psyche and looking at ourselves. Not so much looking at the so-called white men, our white brothers and sisters. Yes, we're going to have them on. Uh, we're going to have a, 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 a white brother come on and just going to talk about white privilege like you've never heard it. And then we're going to have a sister come on and talk about some things. I'm telling you, this this video messed with me. I've seen, I've heard all kind. I've heard Dr. Francis, Chris Wilson. I've heard all kind of people talking about racism, but I have never ever heard in my life a white person really go off into how the real world is. I mean the real world. When you hear her talk, you better be saying, I know that. I knew that. Oh,
5: yeah, yeah,
1: of course I knew that. Because if you don't, you're going to be in for the shock of your life. If you think you know racism, you should listen to these next clips and you should be agreeing yes, yes, yes. Otherwise, I guarantee you she's going to catch you on a lot of things that you're thinking, and she's going to prove that a lot of us listening to my under the sound of my voice right now, in some way, form, or fashion, we are promoting the system of white supremacy. I guarantee this, this is going to lay y'all out. So I'm telling y'all, stay tuned, text other people, and, and I want to just go ahead and say, agrees to everybody in the chat room, uh, all of the guests there. Guests, I don't know your name, so unless you log in, I won't know your name, but I do see uh, Brother Drew X, and there's some others. Uh, anybody, all the people on the, on the phone lines, uh, thank you for being there If you have any questions or comments Don't forget to press 1 Any questions in the chat room Again, type in your questions I won't know your questions unless you type them in And again, if you're on the phone line, press 1 I want to go to the one of the most exciting clips I am I'm, I'm, I'm anticipating working up to the best clips I think all of this is good All of it's good I really shouldn't rate them But the, t- the the clips that blessed me the most Was the sister at the very end Because, I mean, it's almost like the most I have commanded this woman You need to go and tell the truth, what really is going on in the minds of, you know, a lot. can't say everybody white think like this lady. You know, you can't even really say she speaks for all white people. But I guarantee if you hear what she's saying, you're going to know she speaks for the bulk of white, uh, the white mindset. And it is the mindset that even a lot of blacks have because we've been taught white people are taught by the same teachers, the same education system. So we feel the same about black people. A lot of black people don't understand this, but you can be a white supremacist. This is what I told civil rights leader uh, C.T. Vivian on an airplane one time when we were sharing a an uh, flight, and uh, I said to him that the Most High showed me, Dr. Vivian, now, again, I'm speaking with a civil rights leader, one of the ones that was main leader, C.T. Vivian, and I was sharing with him. He was just on Oprah show, like two days straight. And I was sharing with him, uh, and, I, and if you want the time frame, again, it was when he was on Oprah, so it has been some time back. But I was sharing with him, Dr. Vivian, the Most High showed me I was a white supremacist because Dr. Vivian and King and a lot of these people, when they talk about white supremacy, they always talk about white people, but that's not what the Most High showed me. The Most High showed me that I was a white supremacist. I mean, he showed it to me. I mean, I know, I, I mean, because if you start asking what is beauty, to the average black man, black woman that's uneducated about these types of things, what are they going to say? Light skin, pointed nose, small lips. I mean, if you start saying what's a good education, they're going to name white institutions. What's a good, you know, who the, who the, the, the best doctors, the best this, the best that? Most uneducated people that's not in the light of these types of things, which is most people, they're going to, most black people is going to quote you white images. Don't, and don't start talking about the Bible and Moses and all these people. They're really going to go white on you. So we are brainwashed in this whitewashed supreme system. And what I tell to my white brothers and sisters, you need to fight this system as much as so-called black people do. And I say so-called because y'all know on this show I don't even believe in the concept of black and white. But I have to say this so y'all know who I'm talking about. Uh, but anyway, I tell my so-called white brothers and sisters they need to fight, fight white supremacy, tooth and toenail, because in the end, this is a system designed by Satan, even white people themselves. I know about King uh, Leopold, and I know about the Willie uh, uh, the, uh, the, uh, Lynch and all that, but Willie Lynch, you got to understand, Willie Lynch was a man. He didn't just think of that. That was something strictly from demons. That was a doctrine of demons, that Willie Lynch doctrine. We need to quit making white people out to be these great gods of wickedness. They don't have that kind of power unless something possesses them. Because what happens is your philosophy, your philosophy, get in trouble when you meet some white person that show you love, and they show you they they are far from it. Then your philosophy is all jacked up because you got white people like uh, Elijah Muhammad thinking that they're devils. So this is where we got to draw the line. Be very careful. We wrestle not, like the scripture says in the Ephesians, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, spiritual wickedness in high places. Ignorance, lies, this is the true enemies, and evil spirits. These are the true enemies. Deception, lies, ignorance. Deception, half-truth. Lie is 100% false. Ignorance is no information. And then you have the truth. These are our enemies and, of course, evil spirits. So anyway, folks, I can't wait to play this next clip. Y'all got to hear this man talk about white privilege. I guarantee you you never heard it like this. Okay, so uh, check this out, and we'll be right back. Again, this gentleman uh, is talking my white privilege, and we'll be right back after this. It's a short clip, but it's it's a must here. And, again, those of you all with your cell phones, your friends, and tell them to tune in to Five Smooth Stones. Give them the phone number to 760-283-0838. And uh, let them know we're on, and we're going deep. We're going deeper, y'all. Y'all already go deeper? We're about to go deeper.
0: What if he had been white? The case has touched off emotional debates about racial profiling of black men. But what about the other side of the coin, white privilege? Joining us now from New York is Michael Skolnick, the editor-in-chief of GlobalGrind.com. Michael, thank you. Do you agree that there is such a thing, and we've been hearing a lot about it now, as white privilege? Is that real?
6: Of course it's real, and I'm white and I have it. Um, I can walk in the street in New York City and put my hand out and no taxi will pass me by. I can walk in the street and no woman's going to grab their purse in fear of me. I can walk into a restaurant and no one's going to ask me to pay before I eat. I can walk through my neighborhood and no one's going to call 911 and say I look suspicious. I wore a hoodie, I wore a pair of jeans, a pair of white tennis shoes this weekend, I, as I do every weekend, and no one's ever going to stop and say, hey, that guy looks suspicious. And it's, and it's for one reason and one reason only, because I'm white.
5: Hmm. And, and
6: Don, and, and, and let me say one last thing, Don. Furthermore, you know, I have the privilege to never look suspicious. That's an incredible privilege to have. I will never look suspicious to anyone, regardless of what I'm wearing, because of my skin color.
0: What is then? Where did this concept of, of white privilege come from?
6: Well, I think the idea of white privilege comes from is, is white people have been in power for hundreds and hundreds of years. And because white people, we've been in power for hundreds and hundreds of years, we think that we have the right to do whatever we want. I look at a young man like Trayvon walking through his neighborhood, his father's neighborhood, with a bag of Skittles and a can of iced tea, and another man looks at him, regardless of his skin color, that young black men look
0: suspicious because of the color of their skin is wrong. Is it it something that's innate? You know, People say, well, you don't know. I've had many women say, you don't know what it's like to be a woman, Don, because you're not a woman. You don't know what it's like to be black because you're not black or white because you're not white. Is it something that's so innate and so pervasive that people just don't even understand that there is something as the concept of white privilege and that they're in it?
6: Yeah, well, I wrote a piece on globalgrind.com called White People Who Never Look Suspicious Like Trayvon Martin. The reason why I wrote it is because as a white person, we have to begin to understand I'm not, I don't feel guilty for being white. I'm not, a, I don't, I'm not ashamed of being white. It was a hand that I was dealt was a card that came out of the deck. It's what I got. But when I got that, when I was lucky enough to be a man, to be white, to be an American, I got choices to make. The choices that I'm going to make is I'm not going to be quiet. I'm not going to watch a kid get shot in the chest and just be quiet. Three weeks ago when Joseph Coney, when that movement started, all my white friends were loud and screaming and tweeting and Facebooking and emailing. Did you hear about Joseph Coney? When a 17-year-old black kid was killed in our country, white people were just quiet. And Donna, it was you. It was you. It was Charles Blow. It was Melissa Harris-Perry and MSNBC. It was black commentators who were talking about it. And I said, why did they have to talk about it? Why can't white people stand up and say, this is just as wrong? Yeah.
0: Well, I, and I'll answer that. I think it's a matter of, and, and all, uh, some, some did, I mean, because it, actually CBS News was the first one to do the story. But I think mm-hmm. it is because it's diversity. There are things, if you work in, um, let's say you work with the economy, you work on Wall Street, things sure. that are in reference to the economy or economics are going to stand out to you, and you're going to follow that. If you're an African American in this country and you see a story like that, it is, by nature, something that you're going to pay attention to. It has n- nothing to do with that. That is where your interest lies in some respect. If you're a woman and there is a woman issue, then you are going to be drawn to that story. It's just the diversity issue. So, you know, I, I agree with you on that comment. But uh, here's, the, here's what, what I'd like to know. I heard a Republican commentator on another channel. I'll just be honest. It was uh, Joe Scarville th- this morning on MSNBC saying, and so the first time it really clicked with me, if you took the pictures of Trayvon Martin and you transposed them into a 17-year-old white kid, and then you transposed George Zimmerman into a 28-year-old black man that's twice the size, how would you feel about this particular story, and how would it be portrayed, and are you looking for, how would you look for guilt or innocence on the part of each side?
6: I hear this conversation a lot. Let's be honest. We're not going to be back here in three weeks talking about white kids being killed at record numbers. We're not going to be talking about white kids being stopped and frisked in New York City at record numbers. We're not going to be come, come back to CNN and talk about white people being put in prison at record numbers. We know if we're going to be honest with each other, if we're going to be honest about this country, if we want to walk that elephant out of the room, which is race in this country, let's be honest. And let's, let's, let's at least uh, agree that young black men, young brown men, young Latino men, are being targeted in every neighborhood in this country, in every community in this country. I am not going to walk through my neighborhood in Brooklyn tonight, have to worry about the police following me because I look suspicious. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. So, yes, if a black man killed a white kid, is uh, it just as wrong? Of course it is. If you racially profile that white kid, of course he is. Of course yeah. it is. But that's not going to happen at the, at the numbers that's happening with young black men. And, Michael,
0: I have to go, but just from this conversation, people should not draw the conclusion that there is, we're speaking of the guilt or innocence of, of George Zimmerman. That is, a, that is a different conversation when we're weighing Absolutely a different right?
6: conversation. Yeah. Absolutely different conversation. We can have these we, conversations. He's, he's innocent of proven guilty in my book, and we should have due process, yeah. and he should be arrested, and we should let it go before his peers.
0: And there are many white people who think the same way that you do, and I've heard from them a lot. Thank you. Thank you, my Thanks, Stone, Chief Editor, Editor-in-Chief of Global Grind.
7: Iodine Protection Packs from HempUSA.org are now in stock for immediate delivery worldwide. Our iodine protection packs include micro plant powder, green life kelp, red palm oil, and our clear roll-on iodine that will feed the body the iodine it needs. All iodine protection packs are in stock, save you money, and ship for free in all 50 states. Visit HempUSA.org or call 908-691-2608 today. HempUSA.org has a revolutionary wonder food for detoxing the body and rebuilding the immune system. Microplant Powder can help unclog arteries and soften heart valves while removing heavy metals, virus, fungus, bacteria, and parasites. Plus, it cleans and purifies the blood, lungs, stomach, and colon. Keep your body clean with Microplant Powder. Visit us at HempUSA.org or call 908-691-2608 today.
8: If you're taking one, two, five or more nutritional supplements, please stop. Simplify your supplementation with BioSuperfood, the most advanced nutritional whole food supplement you can buy. Men, women, children, even Olympic athletes the world over have discovered BioSuperfood from BioAge.com. And now take just one nutritional supplement instead of many. The BioSuperfood formulas are whole food products composed with four of the most nutrient-dense algae found on Earth. Bio Superfood for the brain helps with focus, memory, clarity, and mood. If you can increase brain health, the rest of the body is a no brainer. Bio Superfood has zero toxicity and it's safe for you and your family. Learn more and order your Bio Superfood formulas at bioage.com. Spelled B I O A G E.com. Bioage.com. Or call 877 288 9116. That's 877 288 9116. BioH, age, the age of Advanced Organics.
1: Okay, we're back. We're back. I want to thank everybody. Or again tuning into another episode of Block Talk Radio. This is the whole five moon song. You're listening to your brother Seth. And I just want to ask y'all, what did you think of that gentleman talking about? <laughs> I mean, just when you think you've heard it all, what did y'all think I'm talking about a uh, whole white privilege notion? And I've heard lots of people talk about white privileges, but not as honest as that gentleman just did. But listen, I'm not going to hold any. I'm not going to waste any more time. I'm going to go into this next clip. This sister, I just cannot wait. I know some of y'all want to hear from her. Uh, YouTube is just buzzing uh, with this lady uh, talking about. Uh, She's just sharing her. She's just uh, opening up and just really, just sharing her soul, bearing her soul. And uh, before I get into that, I always forget about the commercial. Uh, The Hemp USA I I put that clip I found that clip online And put it Because you know We're always looking for a place To buy uh, nutritional uh, um, supplements That's not trying to rob us And that's not going to take our money Hemp USA Y'all got to check those people out Um, and, And if you have a blog Go ahead and go on YouTube And find that same clip I just had And put it on your show Because people really is uh, getting a lot of people in shape, uh, so check it out Hemp USA. Okay, and that's a free blog. That's a free plug for them. They didn't ask me to do it. You know, I don't have a following big enough for them to come to me. But I just, I, when I find somebody's doing something good, I put it on the show, and it's just. That, that's something we all need to do Is uh, order our products through them okay? Or really any, any uh, If y'all find any other people out there That's not taking your money And not scamming folks And you can buy uh, Help uh, uh, Supplements cheap And uh, maybe through PayPal or something Let me know okay? Um, so anyway That's Hemp USA uh, Good people uh, I've heard people I, To be very honest which I haven't ordered through them but I haven't heard any bad news, okay? And then some of y'all send me emails about these people and that people. But again, I haven't heard nothing about Camp uh, USA. Having said that, I gotta go to this next clip, y'all. I'm trying to do three things here at one time, and I also want to welcome a good friend of mine uh, who who have helped mentor me, and uh, and it wouldn't be a Seth. At least I wouldn't probably be as further along in my quest for knowledge and dealing with racism had it not been for a good brother Jefferson Edwards. And some of y'all might have heard of Jefferson Edwards. He has several books out there. Maybe he'll come on the show a little later on. He's listening, but maybe he'll come on and talk about some of his books and uh, what he's doing. But I know for sure, Chosen Not uh, Curse, if you, since you're online, go ahead and, and Google Chosen Not Curse on Apple, Amazon. And uh, this is one of the premier books dealing with black self-hatred and how that the Most High does have a purpose for black people. Again, go online, type in, go into Amazon and and uh, type in uh, "Chosen Not Cursed" by Jefferson Edwards. He's on the line, but again, he's not as a guest. He's just listening uh, for the first time. And I just want to just welcome him to the show. Also, "Liberation No Longer Bound." There's several books he have out there. So again, go to Amazon.com and type in Jefferson Edwards. All right, folks, listen. This next next lady is one of the main reasons I'm on the show. I love the Louis Farrakhan. Again, I don't think there is a a, a brother that's going uh, of his caliber with that many followers. Uh, you know, you can get a two million people to to come to the, to Washington on a Monday. That's something. I don't think anybody of that caliber has spoke out against white supremacy. Like this brother have And uh, while I don't aspire to be A Muslim in the fashion of the Nation of Islam I have to admit That he is out there Along with people like Jefferson Edwards And myself and a lot of other people Speaking out against this demon This this philosophy, this, this curse This theory, whatever you want to call White supremacy We are fighting it tooth and toenail And we're inviting you to join the fight This next clip is going to be By a young lady and I'll just let her introduce herself. And this is all audio clips, but in the clip she'll introduce herself. And I want y'all to really look this lady up, follow her, because the most I have put it on her to reveal the real racism, and she's just bearing her soul like I've never seen a white woman do. So y'all, prayerfully listen to this lady and, and uh, seek her out and support her, promote her. Videos like I said earlier, what I did with the Hemp USA. Sometimes just go to YouTube and find people that's doing the right thing and promote them. Those of you that got blogs like this. All right, here we go. Uh, and again, those of you in, real quick, those of you on the, on the phone lines. If you have a question or comment, you can press one at any time. And those of you in the chat room, if you have a question or comment, just type it in, and I'll will get to that after the video. Here we go. Okay, it's it's playing. Just give it a second. Okay, come on, Block Talk. No bloopers tonight. My name is Sabrina Johnson, and I'm here at the Race Relations
9: Institute at Fifth University here in Nashville, Tennessee. Today is Friday, July 14th, the year 2000. I'm classified as a non-white person, and I'm here at the Race Relations Institute because I'm interested in understanding about the system of racism and white supremacy with the intent, ultimately of ising the system of racism, white supremacy. If you would please state your name and tell us why you're here. My name's Farrell Winfrey. I live in Roan County in East Tennessee. I'm here because I recognize the white supremacy system of racism. I'm white. Now, when I say that, my people, a long time ago, came up with these little check marks that we have to check which we are white, and in reality it's white or non-white, you know, they, they break that down into a lot of di- we break that down into a lot of different, uh, different groups. what we have done for hundreds of years it can it can never be undone with words it can never be undone with words
1: And all they're doing is just highlight what she's saying. There's nothing wrong with the clip. If you saw the video, you would understand. They put in words. Racism
9: positive. is prejudice plus power. Um, I had a conversation yesterday with um, a black man, that, and he said that he knew some of his people who were racist. And, and I, I talked with him about that. Because without the power to take that prejudice and actively place it into position to cause people to do or not do, then it is simply just prejudice. Without the power to take that prejudice and actively place it into position to cause people to do or not do, then it is simply just prejudice.
1: Again, nothing wrong with the clip. They're just this is a video and they're just putting up different things after she say to make different comments. They're showing different history clips and so forth during the break. You have
9: to have that power in order for there to be uh, racism. And Most white people would would look at me and say I don't have any power. But, But we do have power. We have power just getting up in the morning and looking in the mirror and not having to think about race. That places us in, into a, a position to where our minds are clear and that it's a problem that we don't have to deal with. We don't think about it because we don't have to think about it. It's not something that completely controls our lives. So there, from the very beginning, when we wake up in the morning, then, then we, have, um, we have an advantage, and that advantage comes from the color of the skin. Uh, when we go into a store and uh, and, and we're not assumed that we're going to be a shoplifter, simply because of the color of our skin. That is an advantage. When I walk down the street and I'm more safe, now that's not saying nothing would happen ever to me, but I would be more safe walking down the street alone than you would be. That is Racism, because of that unequal playing field that's there, that gives me advantage simply because of the color of my skin.
2: Again, these
9: take no advantage of those things, then we are being white supremacists. Because most people, when they, when, when they think about someone that's white supremacist, they're thinking about the guy in the fatigues, and he's in the woods, and he's shooting and, you know, target. But, but I am being white supremacist when I accept uh, an establishment that gives me more than it, than it gives you. every day of your life as a white person, all day, every day, everything that you do, everywhere you go, you are taking advantage of being white. Most of my people, they don't think about that. They've never had to think about that, which is the greatest advantage of being white. They don't have to think about it. It's not a determining factor in their life. That is a conscious factor.
1: Again, the policies I don't supposed actively
9: to be there. celebrate the Fourth of July because you don't have freedom. You're not free you you have oppression every day of your life you if you have children when those children are born you have to immediately begin to teach them what they cannot do in order to survive the young black man is he, he's a much different product of our oppression than than what the the young black man was a hundred years ago. I don't want my children in in a civil war in this country between black and white. So In that way, I'm selfish. I was born into a family where my father was an over-racist my mother was a covert racist. But both of them had very strong... I, I always felt like my mother was more dangerous. My mother was more dangerous. My mother was more dangerous. <laughs> Most of us isolate ourselves. We can get up in the morning, go to work, go shopping, Go do everything in our life that has to be done without coming in contact with you. And don't tell me my best friend is, you know, because I hear that all the time. I've got my best friend is black, you know. I don't want to hear that.
1: Okay, folks, like I said, uh, uh, one of our white sisters is bearing her soul. And I do say sister. And I mean that because I look at the spirit of her. We're sisters and brothers based upon our spirit. Everybody I'm not brothers to, and they may be black. Everybody white, I'm not brothers and sisters to if they have a wrong spirit. And we're looking at the spirit. And I am sister with the spirits like this sister. She's bearing her soul, letting us know. The truth, but you haven't heard nothing yet. Trust me, you haven't heard nothing yet. So I'm gonna go ahead without further ado and just go ahead and start the part two, and then we'll discuss this afterwards. Okay? Again, this is the Racial Institute uh, we got on uh, we're listening to right now, and Sister Sabrina Johnson's interview in this system. And folks, remember the the the. the the pauses, they're showing something on the video in relation to what, what was just said. So the pauses is going to be there. I apologize, okay? Just like right now the video has started, but their plan is showing different things just before they come on. So just know that racism there's no audio difficulty.
9: the cause of the problems that we have in this country. It's the cause of the crime. It's, you know, racism is, I feel like, the uh, the backbone of all ills that this country has, if the day ever came when I could walk into a a place of work and you could be there wearing whatever clothing you wanted to wear, whether it was um, clothing that depicted your African descent or wearing your hair. White people tend uh, to say, uh, well, that's another question, I guess. We would gain knowing you, see, because we don't know you. And, and that, it, that robs us of a great blessing. We think we are entire and complete and that we don't need to know you or anyone of color.
1: Again, the audio audio is still playing. The video is still playing. They're showing pictures right now and different things related to what she just said. There's no audio difficulty. This is a video.
9: We know what we've done to you. And we know what over 500 years we've put in your head. And we know how to utilize that. And we know how to take advantage of that. We know what we've done to you. And we know what over 500 years we've put in your head. And we know how to utilize that. And we know how to take advantage of that. We know what we've done to you. And we know what over 500 years we put in our heads. And we know how to utilize that. And, how to that. and we know how to take advantage of that. And we know how to take advantage of that. And we know how to take advantage of that. And we even know how to have a black friend. We know the dynamics of who is in control, and uh, I don't care how much the system has changed to the point to where what is politically correct at this point might be different from what was politically correct in, in the '50s. Uh, we still know where your place is. We know where our place is, and to me, the greatest de- deception that we've caused is that your people believe us when we say, this is my place. and. That is your place. Because I see evidence, and especially in seminars like this, because I will hear non-whites speak, and, and I hear them speak when they don't even know that they're speaking from a position that I have told them is the only way they're going to be allowed to succeed to that degree that I'm going to let them come up that ladder. Of course, I'm just going to let them come up so far. But, But the greatest sadness for me is that they don't even know. See, I have done such a good job that, they don't even know that I've done this to them. A strong black man one time said to me, one of the greatest things you can do for my people is to stop shedding any tears. And he said to me, you must stop the tears because my people are so conditioned to putting their arms around you and comforting you when you weep, then they are no longer strong. Their their, uh, strength that is coming from standing up and saying, no, you're not going to treat me like that. That strength is gone because they've got their arms around you, comforting you. When I sat in that room the other night, that when the, the author of Without Sanctuary, when those when when he was speaking and those pictures were there of the lynching the the methods that we have used to to keep control. I wept. But when I wept his words came back to me because all around me the non white people would reach out and comfort me. My God There in front of, I don't understand it. Another very wise black man said to me, Don't ever apologize, don't ever ask my people for forgiveness because the word forgiveness means the eradication of a debt. If if someone owes you money and you forgive that debt, then they don't owe you anymore. And I don't want to ever be a part of, for even a moment between just the two of us, eradicating any part of the debt that I owe you because it's a just debt. And it's a debt that needs to be repaid to the fullness. Christianity has been misused for hundreds of years to keep your people in subjugation. And I'm speaking now of uh, reality that the history books do not record, but history does. Christianity was used because if I said, okay, you don't believe the way I believe, and Christianity is the best way to believe, so I'm going to take you, and it's going to be for your own good, honey. It's going to be for your own good. I'm going to take you, and I'm going to tear away everything about you and just keep your hands and your feet because they can help me. But I'm going to do this for your own good because I'm going to give you a God.
1: Please stay with me. Again, these pauses are not, they are, um, Because this is a video, they're showing different things between these um, gaps. This is not audio difficulty. Okay, folks. I actually think that was the end of that one. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and do part three. I want to say this. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at the chat room and I noticed that people are saying that they can't hear. And I tune in myself and I, I realized that it's correct. And y'all need to understand something. Whenever you're dealing with subjects like this, you know, blog talk 90% of the time they, they are 100% on, you know, on their P's and Q's. But when I start dealing with racism, I notice this pattern. I get knocked off. I have to reboot my computer, and I'm telling everybody in the chat room this has nothing to do with me. This is blog talk. so what I'm going to suggest you do is you call the number the seven six zero two eight three that i posted there in the um if you can of course, well, if you listen to me on the phone lines, I guess I should talk to you because they actually can't um hear me. Uh, I'm just typing to them as we speak. So just bear with me I'm doing two things at one time. But if you're in the chat room and you cannot hear it through your computer system, I suggest you call the phone line. The phone line is fine. It's just the computers, you can't hear it through your computer. If you're on the phone lines, you're thinking about going to your computer, don't do it. Right now the, the sound is down, and this only happens when I deal with With racism And blog talk is always apologetic And they'll give me a free month or whatever But I don't appreciate the free month I want them to not block These videos Now everybody in this chat room is not going to be able to hear Unless they call the phone line So I do apologize for that And again if you're on the phone line stay on the phone line Do not go try to listen on the internet It's down right now And I just tried to call blog talk And uh, didn't get any success So anyway Um Sorry about that folks, but we're going to continue the show with part three. This 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 last clip, and then we'll have a discussion, is gonna, it's the bomb. All I can tell you, it's the bomb. So here we go. Again, this is uh um, the Miss um, Sabrina Johnson uh, interviewing uh Farrell Winfrey. Um, check this out. And we got a long yeah. pause again. Here we
9: go. What does that God look like? Um, uh-oh. The reality of it is when he came here, he didn't look like me. So what am I going to do about that? I'm going to make him look like me. So for hundreds of years, we've been telling you, And now you have to keep in mind that we took away any other God that you might have through force, through fear, through pain, through uh, uh, any means necessary. So now I'm going to give you a God, but I'm going to do that in a way that is going to further me. So I'm going to give you a God that looks like me so that when you bow down to that God, you're bound down to me. Because the reality is the Bible tells us what Jesus looked like when he walked here. The Bible tells us what he's going to look like when he comes back. We have taken that and changed it. Do you remember when Jesus went to Egypt? He hid in Egypt. The people in Egypt, honey, they're they're not white people. How could he hide that? See, so that we've done that. We've given your people a God that looks like me so that you don't have any qualm about bowing down to me, see, because this is the image of God. I don't know of any sin that we've committed that's greater than that one.
2: They're just showing images,
1: they're just showing images.
9: hands when we were beating your ancestors for looking at, at us eye to eye. And we're quoting to them from the scriptures. Even if, if we allowed them to have their own ministry, which there weren't many of because we didn't allow them to read. But if You can have your church. It's my plantation. I'm going to do what I want with it. You can have your church. But then spies were sent, and those spies would stand outside the church, and that man would be beaten, perhaps killed, if he preached anything other than three sermons. And those three sermons were turn the other cheek, obey your master, and It's going to get better one of these days. God's going to take care of all of it. You're going to be in a happy, happy land. So put up with what you're putting up with. And we made your people preach that to your people. And it's still being done. It's still being done. Those are the sermons that your people hear. Those, Those sermons are what causes your people to comfort me when I do something that's wrong.
1: And that's a clip from I think it was School Days, uh, folks. We're listening again to Sabrina Johnson interview Pharoah Winfrey, and uh, they're just showing clips from the movie School Days. Uh, but folks, um, very interesting video, and uh, I just I'm glad I come across it. I'm trying to see if there's, if there's any more to it because I actually hadn't heard all of part three myself. So uh, I think this last. Clip just pretty much goes off into this gentleman, you know, in the movie saying "wake up." When uh, at the end of Spike Move Spike Lee's movie, when they go throughout the movie, if y'all seen School Days, you know what I'm talking about. Trying to wake up everybody. But uh, I'm gonna go ahead and shut that off. But those of you in the chat room, if you can hear me, I don't know if the system has come back up or not. But I'm gonna post that link uh, for you to go and listen to that show in its entirety, and y'all get a chance to actually see uh, when those when you had those big gaps, you can see what they was posting up. Okay, so I'll do that, and uh, somebody said yes. And uh, so I know y'all would like that. I'm going to do that right now, so just bear with me. But what did y'all think of that? That's the kind of stuff that just, I live for uh, uh, people like that, and I know somebody in the chat room wasn't feeling them. They wasn't filling the person uh community uh patrol uh was saying that uh just because I will I'll share what she was saying in a second or he was saying um so those in the chat room I just posted that link if it takes there we go there we go so if you click on that link I just put in the chat room you'll be able to see uh that video in its entirety and you won't have to you understand what the gaps are all about okay that's done by the, uh, that was the 33rd Race, uh, racial institute, and uh, again Sabrina Johnson was interviewing Miss Farrah Winfrey. I applaud the young lady. Uh, she's not young, but I applaud the lady. You know, I uh, know some. Uh, well, the one, at least one person in the chat room wasn't feeling them, but you no. know, let me just say this to to my sister or brother. I don't know if community. Patrol is a female or a male, but let me just say this to you, and if you want to rebuttal, we can, that's fine, not a problem. But her, the first comment that was made was, let's see, we'll find, pull up her comment or his comment. They said the the truth, whites and blacks, okay, no, not that one, not that one, not that one. She said, uh, this went into the history. But she had problems with this sister, and I'm, I mean, uh, this brother had problems with um, what she was saying, Pharaoh was saying, because she said just because someone confesses, that don't mean they're a good person. Just because this woman is on the phone line and she's confessing all this things she feels and what she's seen. I think uh, my sister or brother, whoever you are, you not understanding that the woman said that, She don't celebrate the 4th of July because she realized her black brother and sister is still in bondage. It has changed her life. It has changed the whole way she looks at things. This is a rebirthing process, if you will. You know, some of us just complain no matter what. I mean, some of us won't know the answer. We are so bent at looking at color. And I hope I'm not coming down too hard on you, but i got to be real with this thing. Some of us is so bent on working with just black people, and we want to make this just a black and white issue because it's easy. That's an easy way out. The, the white people is a problem. Black people is a part of the answer. We're the good guys. or the bad guys. That's an easy fight. But it is nowhere near that easy, folks. Like I said earlier in the show, Ephesians talks about a battle between uh, the spirits, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, spiritual wickedness and high places. Our battle is not with black people and white people. As a matter of fact, white people is nothing more than black people with no pigmentation. So they are, or very little pigmentation, I should say, have been mixed with us over the years. So you got to be very careful with talking about white people like they come from Mars. You know I hate this that we see all over this blocks, uh, blog talk network. Uh, we see it in YouTube, we see it on Facebook, where these uh, different schools of thought, be it uh, uh, Egyptology or uh, Hebrew Israelites, a lot of y'all are bent on making these people some different. As a matter of fact, the same person went on to type in the chat room later. The true whites and blacks are different. Land, skin, God, food. We like we like rare, raw, medium, okay, we like rare, I don't know what they meant by this. We like rare, raw, medium, raw, raw. We can never be brothers, but we can't learn and respect each other. We can never be brothers. That's what I mean. That's because you're cutting this thing up to be racist. you're cutting it up, you're making it like we're fighting against them. If it would I wish it was that simple, I sometimes wish it was just as simple. One of us is the bad guy. One of us is a good guy. But it's not that simple. You're gonna run across some whites that will give their life and have given their life for the black cause. And then some of y'all say, "Well, they should." They
2: don't. They don't
1: impress me. You know, the cracker should or whatever. And this is what I'm talking about. If you that bent on being black, I'm telling you, the Most High never, ever, ever, he don't even acknowledge uh, 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 so-called black people as black. He don't acknowledge the bible does not acknowledge race based upon color this is some man made so here is man making this concept and then you jump on the bandwagon and you believe in this concept that man made and you spending all your energy your time you know some of y'all join different organizations around this lie of a white race there is no such thing as a white race and if you listen to the shows I've done if you want more on this I'm telling y'all, look at five smooth Stone. go down when we do a teaching on leprosy. Leprosy is nothing more than white skin, simple and plain. That's the easiest definition of leprosy. If you saw somebody in a really nice white jacket, you said that's, that's a nice leper's jacket you have there that would be correct according to the Old Testament. Just listen to this scripture. And I don't want to get too deep on this because I'm going somewhere else with this whole conversation, but I just want to show you the foolishness of race based upon color, there is no such thing as a white person. There is no such thing as a black person. The Most High made only two people in that garden. Everybody come from them, and those people was dust colored. Simple and plain, dust colored. Some people say, "Well, how do you know that that dirt, or that dust, was the same as what we call today?" That don't mean black people. That don't mean that they was black like you think they're black. Just because he made a man from the dust of the earth. Well, of course it does. Listen to the scripture. And I'm not, I haven't forgotten Moses yet But listen to this scripture when The Most High addressed Adam After the fall He said "Dust thou art And thus shall you return Well we weren't able to see Adam when he said "Dust thou art But we were able to see When he says, "Dust shall thou return Just go dig up somebody that's been dead A hundred years We can do it We have the technology to do it We can just simply do it by, We see it every day Everything goes back to this brown dust. Everything goes back to this brown dust. Everything, everything, everybody comes from deep in the garden. So this is why when Farrakhan early was talking about blacks in the Bible, you know, he made a very good point. You know, there's something wrong with us psychologically when we don't have a connection with the Most High, with the Creator. If we constantly see ourselves as this byproduct, you know, this afterthought, our relationship with the Most High is going to be affected. We have got to see ourselves in that book, and it's there. I'm going to make a statement that's going to sound real crazy. Everybody in the Bible, everybody in the Bible come from people of color. As a matter of fact, the entire Bible is nothing more than people of color. Most of the people in the Bible are dark, dark dark-skinned people. The only time white skin is introduced in the Bible, check me out, challenge me on this, anybody, is when it's associated with the curse. Now, there's one part of the Bible where it talks about my love is white and rough. If you check that out and read and study that, you'll understand white there don't even have nothing to do with the white skin. Absolutely nothing. Just look at the word white and the strong. I'll tell you how to do it. Just look at the strong concordance. That's one nice Hebrew reference dictionary. And look at that word white. And that's the only scripture they can quote, but there's lots of scriptures talking about locks and blades and, and, and revelations, talking about the Messiah, talking about his hair was like, white like wool. And some people say, well, that's just white. But in Daniel, they don't mention white. They just say like wool. And this is the question I have for everybody out there that's got in their minds the Bible being a book full of white people. Where is your proof? I mean, for real, in the court of law, with your life on the line, where is your proof? Who told you they was white? How do you know? Other than the pictures you see hanging at your church, where is that in the Bible? Where is that in the book? I can show you in the book over and over and over, people of color, people of color, Moses passing for being Pharaoh's grandson, Paul being Egypt, mistaken for the Egyptian. I can go on and on and, on and 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 on.
4: But what can you do?
1: What do you have? So. Y'all listen to the teaching on leprosy. It's about, I do about a a good two months on it. We go into melanin. I have Dr. Julia Pupin on. She talks about melanin. If you understood melanin and the properties inside of melanin, you would understand all this hate for black skin. So having said that, leprosy is nothing more than white skin. It's a type of leprosy. Okay, let me explain. In the book of Leviticus, chapter 13, it's the handbook on leprosy. Every type of leprosy is right there, okay? Now, watch this. Nowhere in there does it have by blood, guts, pus, sores. So y'all mentality of leprosy is totally anti-scriptural. I learned to do with the Bible. The leprosy, I talked with a guy by the name of uh, Dr. Uh, Chetty of the University of Cincinnati, and we sat down and talked about this. This guy has seen thousands of cases of leprosy as we know it. And he said, I'll say it like he said it. The leprosy that I treat and the leprosy of the Bible is two different things. The leprosy I treat, you die. But the leprosy of the Bible, you don't die. And he is absolutely true. That's very truthful. And I see your hand, Erico, oh, four, five, three, four, zero. Oh. I'm coming to you in a little bit. But real quick, let me just let me just nail this down one more time. Leprosy is nothing more than white skin, and the this Bible leprosy was uh, nothing more than vitiligo and albinism. What's your proof? I got all kind of proof. We can't turn this show into this talking about that. But I was just addressing the sister or the brother in the chat room, and that may be the one with the hand up. So I'm coming to you that made this comment. Folks, our battle is not white white skin and black skin. It's, it's a weak argument. It is so weak. They say if you need a heart or a lung, sometimes a white person's heart a lung is better than your own brother and sister. We, This is just so foolish. Y'all need to grow up. You're wasting a whole lot of time fighting with the wrong enemy. It's such a weak argument, this whole concept of white and black. White people, the, the the biblical definition of a white person is just simply a person with a smaller degree of melanin. We just have more melanin. That's why eyes are darker, skin darker, hair. And, y'all, we get into this all the way. Then Dr. Jewel Pookum go off into melanin in a way that scare people. She starts talking about it. So we already have nailed this thing down. But, again, let me just go to this uh, phone lines and uh See what uh, Eric Code Four Five Three Four has to say about this. Go ahead, caller. You have a question or comment for us?
10: Yes, I do, uh, brother. You you have a very interesting uh, uh, program here. This is Doctor oh, uh, sign from uh, Oklahoma, and in Oklahoma, brother, I'm a black man. In Oklahoma, the soil here is red. You ever been to Oklahoma? I've been to Oklahoma. You then you know that the dust here is red, right? That is correct. Okay Now let me say this here You're really talking very very deeply And you're feeding a lot of steak To uh, a lot of folk that's probably listening That's been used to milk And with reference to the Bible uh, You know I agree with you We are a spirit This woman was absolutely correct When she said that the worst thing That's been done to us Was this religion that's been taught to us and, I mean, what Bible? We, when you look at Christianity, you've got over 30-something different denominations out here, just under the word Christianity. you got over 33 different interpretations of the Bible. And what we must do is what the Bible says uh, is made up of a lot of allegory. The Bible speaks truth. The Bible uh, took hundreds of years to uh, be put together for manuscripts. Uh, also, uh, uh, the uh, the clip uh, uh, you have is, is is you on YouTube is very very good. I encourage. I thank you for bringing that out. It's a uh, a good uh, place for our people and and, and uh, everybody in this country. I don't care what color you are to start to begin to understand uh, the matrix that we live under, which is called racism. I have to look in the mirror, and I'm going to get off of here and let somebody else talk here because I know we have about three minutes left. Now, what's, when your, I name? Look... what's your name again? What is your name? My name is Don. Oh,
1: okay, just want your name. Go ahead, Don.
10: Uh, and I'm from Oklahoma here. And okay. uh, I, when I look in the mirror, I have to deal with that color in the mirror, which is a dark hue. And I have to deal with it in the the context of what this white lady said. She don't have to worry about that. I do. So, uh, uh, you know, I'm going to have to, you know, uh, uh, sort of put a different spin on what you're saying with reference that we're not black and we're not white. Yeah, in the spirit we're not. But in reality, in this this environment, we are. Uh, We are affected by the color and our hue. If you were born in uh, Saudi Arabia, you'd be studying the Quran and doing what they do over there. But anyway, I'm just going to get well, off Don, of here. Don, hold,
1: hold on, Don. Let me ask you a question. And you say, because sometimes people get to talking, and I don't want you to build a case, and then it's too it's too late to really comment because um, you know you're deep into it. So let me just say this real quick. When you say, yeah, in the spiritual realm we're not different, but in the natural it is. Well, you know, the natural is temporary and fleeing as the Bible says. The, That's you can right. see taste what what you can see, taste, touch and smell is fleeing. And this whole concept of this whole concept of black and white and um is very, very weak argument. We should never I mean, I hate even saying the word black people white because I really No, I'm think, not dealing with I'm anything. not dealing with the but,
10: concept of black and white. I'm dealing with the reality of the uh way that uh, that we have been mistreated in this company simply because our skin color has more melanated than the uh, Caucasian in this country Who is in power Who is, who is uh, uh, living uh, a, uh, supreme, uh, a supremacy uh, Privileged uh, uh, Life in power In this country That's what I'm talking about
1: Amen And, and let me just say something I want you to finish your thought Having said that Don I want you to When you Deliver here in a second I want you, I want you to uh, Let us know What you feel Don in Oklahoma What you feel is a solution Okay, because this person came in the chat room that made that comment This is where a lot of black people at We are upset, we're angry And we want yeah, to we, we got tear the head we want, we want to tear the head off the enemy And yeah. what I'm trying to get people to see is Brother If they only could see the enemy They would never ever touch white people again White people in my respect And no disrespect to them But we work with them We, we worship with them We marry some of us I'm not married to one, but I'm just saying some of us.
4: Mm-hmm. And we
1: know them. We know that they're not superior. Who could have given Willie Lynch that doctrine if it wasn't Satan? Who yeah. could have given Napoleon and, all, and King Leopold and all these racist, white, powerful people over the centuries? Who was behind it? it it's a spirit. This is who I am angry with. This is who I channel my energies at, not to mention ignorance and deception and lies. This is another enemy. And we, oh, don't forget the flesh and the world. These are the three enemies, the world, the flesh, and Satan. And the world, the flesh, and Satan operates with ignorance, lies, and deception. So you've got three enemies and three Principles they work off of this Is the enemy because what happens is you run Across a white brother or white sister probably Listening to me right in this phone line and they are 100% committed to the overthrow Of the true enemy and then You run into them and you look stupid because they More committed to the real fight Than some of these black folks some of these Black folks they are nothing more than, This is another act of Satan I don't know how much if you well yes you do you said it Earlier but Satan is using A lot of our own people that's talking about this racism to get us sidetracked into fighting white people, and then Satan goes on and he's successful. Race, All the isms, sexism, racism, uh, patriotism, uh, religion, all of these are just tactics to get us fighting each other. White people, in some cases, can be more of a comrade than our own black brothers and sisters. So I just want us to be very crystal clear. They are not our enemy. Have they been used? Yes. I think the thing, and I'm gonna shut up. But I think the thing that—that's oh, okay. Me cause
10: are, um, we're online now. Everything is. Everything is good because the conversation is is going to enlighten those who are listening to us.
1: Right. Right. And what I was saying was, those, uh, those, we're in a war, and this war is serious. This is a. Serious, serious war. This is more important than Vietnam, World War II, and we cannot let some little trivial lie called black and white, some man made philosophy to divide us. Man, we got to strike and we got to hit the target and we got to, in the end, we got to all understand it's all about love and, and promoting the Father. The Scripture says that when we love our neighbor and love the Father and love ourselves, there is no laws against this. We've got well, that's
10: to. The key, that's the key there, what you spoke right there. when When you said love, then, 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 that is the, the key that turns the engine, and uh, and so uh, uh, the the enemy is the is, is the definition that is the exact opposite of love, and which is which is hatred, and fear, and uh, we must uh, in order to deal with this uh, situation that we find ourselves in, we must. Study. We must study, uh, and we must have a uh, an attitude to where we can invite the creative uh, 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 blessings that's been given to to us. If we can recognize it, and if we're ready to deal with it, and if we can humble ourselves to. Um, to receive it and and uh, and 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 work it and uh, and 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 apply it, uh, uh, then we can get off on the right foot to where we can see that uh, you know uh, it, 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 this is a struggle of life and death, both physical and spiritual. Amen. Amen.
1: Amen. Well, listen, Don. I wanna I, I wanna go ahead and close up the show because some people. Is think it's gonna close at one. I I good hearing your voice. I don't think I remember you calling before.
5: No, uh, I never have called before.
1: Yeah, please. Because on Tuesday we deal with race, Ma- racial matters, and on Thursday we deal with the New World Order. We go a little deeper into the spiritual realm, talking right. about the Bilderberg groups, uh, New World Order, Federal Reserve, all kind of stuff. We just really go deep on Thursdays. And, yeah. uh, that's, you got a so good show, and
10: I'm gonna get off because uh, you know. And I see where you're coming from, and I can and I can you know. All I'm saying is that. You know, you, you you we realize that the time is short, so we gotta we gotta try to wake up and try to get the truth to as many uh, spirits and souls out here that we can, brother. And any way that I can uh, contribute, I will. And I will listen to you again. And I just tell you to keep on going, man. Just keep on doing. No, what you I do. appreciate that,
1: Don. I appreciate that. All the way from Oklahoma. Listen, with yeah. well, Don, what I like for you to do before I put you on hold is just promise me you'll follow the show. Go online and just. Uh, I think it'll it'll ask you for a phone number or email address And it'll send you a reminder To when the show is about to come on You can get a 15 minute reminder Two hour reminder, one hour reminder This is what I'm asking everybody Follow the show, I don't ask for money or anything like that This is my way, your way of supporting me Is simply by following the show But Don, good talking to you, okay?
10: Same here, brother
1: All right All right all right, I love talking to Intelligent Brothers and sisters. I just love talking to Intelligent Brothers and sisters. So listen, folks, we're going to shortly wrap up this conversation. But before I do, I want to put somebody on the spot. And oh, By the way, uh, the phone lines is full of people, so anybody else want to comment quickly, not a problem, hit press 1, and I'll be happy to come to you, you and let us know what you thought of the show. Thought the sister was the part of the solution. I disagree with our, our brother or sister. Call community patrol in the chat room. I don't think that they're being fake or phony. Okay, we do have another person have a question or comment. Then I'll put somebody on the spot. And I bet they know who they should know who I'm talking about. Okay, Erico three one two seven seven nine. Go ahead with your question or
2: comment. Well, I just wanted to uh, ask like a quick question. Um, okay. Know, I understand like you know like what you're saying as far as like. You know, uh, you know, race being like a boss concept. I think I think the guy's name was Jean, uh, was Jean Jacquees, whatever, whatever the guy name was, who made up the idea of race. But at the same time, like, you know, I believe kind of like what Moses taught. You know, what I'm saying at the same time, you know, Moses did teach, teach separation. You know, uh, Israel. Hold on, hold you know, on,
1: hold on. Hold, hold on, hold on. We're gonna take it. We're gonna take it step by step now. First of all, what's your name? Uh, Zoe. So? Zoe, okay, that's a good name, Z-O-E, God kind of life. Now, Brother Zoe, what, what, what city are you calling from?
2: Uh, Detroit.
1: Okay, Detroit and the House, all right. Listen, real quick, when you just said Moses taught separation, now I want you to finish your, your train of thought, but i got to interject here and there. Uh, when you said Moses uh, preached separation, Moses did not have the concept of race based upon white and black. They had exactly. albinos. They had albinos, which were dark. There was people, two dark skinned people had a baby that had blonde hair and blue eyes. I don't know if the albinos had yet started to get together and mingle and start migrating up north yet. So they might have had. They, no Moses' time, they wouldn't, they wouldn't have even done that So they only had albinos But they didn't even classify them as white They had people that had Viniligo They didn't classify them as white So there was no such thing as white people or black people The Mosa only acknowledged nations Nationality, nationality You know, the, the Jebusites, the, the, the Hittites, the Philistines That's all he ever acknowledged that's all the Bible really That's the only time they divide people and these people was right. cursed or blessed well, these people was cursed or blessed depending upon how they treated Israel and how they treat the most high. So right, right. Go, right? go ahead
5: right. with That's the right. sep- go know.
1: ahead go, go ahead with the separation that Moses pushed. Do what Moses did, but you cannot validate racism two thousand twelve style done by Moses.
2: No, no, I under I understand, I agree with you one percent, but I'm just saying say okay, say White America wasn't white, and Black America wasn't black. And you know, this nation, like I said before, you know, um, I I understand that The race is a fourth concept, and you can't use it. But I'm saying, if you classify these people as their own nation, and classify us as our as our own nation, and classify classify the, the people within our community that own, you know, that come here and do what they do and have their business. All the different nations is here. You know, what I'm saying um, in this country, I'm saying still that if you if, if you kind of look at it, and you know, comparing uh, uh, the U.S. to to um, ancient Egypt, you know what I'm saying. I mean, I can understand what you're saying as far as that, but I'm saying like it's still. I still believe that it, that's what this place is—a is captivity, and 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 them people represent what is with the Egyptians represented to Israel at that time. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that's my whole purpose. I'm not I understand I that you know you gotta go for nationality. And you gotta uh you gotta go for your relationship with, with the most high and, and, and doing righteousness on the earth. But these people, uh, is still that rep- represent the Egyptians, you know, to to Israel, you know. Uh, brother brothers oh, brother, brother Zoe. let me brother. say it like this. I
1: actually I think I know what you're trying to say. And I I think you appreciate what I'm about to say. Brother. First and foremost, you are one hundred percent right. These people do. This is Egypt. If you been listen to five smooth stones, our shows our shows we constantly talk about how we believe we are one of the lost tribes of Israel. That's what we believe. And and Moses said Moses said in Deuteronomy twenty eight that Israel Israel, one of the churches would they be they would be put in ships, taken to Egypt, and sold as slaves. The people that call themselves Israel today over in Israel, the Jews over in Israel today, never been put in ships. We're the only people that's been put in ships, taken to a place of captivity and sold as slaves. So you, you're preaching to the choir. I agree with you, but you've got to be careful labeling these people, looking at them as the enemy if that's what you're doing, because guess what? The Most High is behind them. Remember in the in in book of Habakkuk, Habakkuk is crying out, complaining about these people that's ruling over him, and he feels like the Most is nowhere around. The Most High has forgot about it. And then the Most High starts defining who these people are, and then he goes on to say that he sent them. Habakkuk, I sent these people that's oppressing you. I sent them. Jeremiah one says, Most High says he's going to empty out the nations of the north of Israel. He was going to send those nations north of Israel to oppress Jerusalem because the Israelites was disobedient. He was going to scatter them to all four corners. So who's behind white people? It's the most high. He says, if your ways please me, I'll make even your enemies to be at peace with you. So when we want peace from our enemies, we just got to make sure our ways are pleasing. So you and your household, me and my household, can have peace if our ways is pleasing the most high. These people can't touch us. We'll be like Psalms 91. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. A thousand might come at one side, ten thousand at another side, but they're gonna come near our dwelling. The Bible promises over and over and over if we would seek the most high, he would protect us. But now the nation of Israel is a whole nother conversation. That nation has got to turn to the most high in order for that nation to see prosperity. Individuals like you and me, we can see our blessings in our life, if we obey, it's a challenge for me right now, even me. I'm, I'm struggling with some errors. That's why I'm suffering. But the bottom line is I know that if, if once I tighten up in every area of my life, close all the windows, the enemy can't get in and get me. So what am I saying, my brother? Before we start looking at the white man, we got to understand who's behind the white man. If we're Israelites, the Most High said you will not be able to rise unless this nation turned to me. Second Chronicles seven fourteen, if my people, that's Israel, that ain't the church. If my people which are by my name, everybody haven't been called by his name. Every nation has been called by his name. Russians haven't been called by his name. Every nation can claim that. If my people this is Israel, the scattered Israelites, twelve tribes, if my people, which are called my name, will humble themselves and pray, seek my face, turn from their wicked ways, then would I hear from heaven and hear their land. Land, you're talking about Israel. So I'm saying we make the white man to be this boogeyman, but the truth of the matter is, the boogeyman, the power behind the boogeyman is the Most High. He said in Joel two, I'm going to send this nation. He calls them His army, and they wasn't going about spreading no kingdom. They was tearing up everything. The Bible said there's never been a nation like them before them, and never like one more thing. I'll let you go because I got another call I want to get to real quick. The Bible says there's never been a nation like them before them in Joel 2, and there never will be a nation like them after them. Who is it describing It says nobody's going to escape these people? Who is, it, who is this Joel 2 describing? Read Joel 2. Read Habakkuk. Read Jeremiah 1. Read the whole Old Testament, and look how many times the low say, out of the north, a wicked nation come out of the north. Out of the north, a whirlwind come out of, out of the north. Out of the north, out of the north, out of the north. Where do these people come from? The north. They are the Lord's belt. They are. Are his army. I'm gonna say it again. They are his army against Israel for their rebellion. But the good news is, the good news is, brother Zoe, out of Detroit, is he said, if my people, second Chronicles 14, if my people would turn, I will bless them. And deliver them, but he also said he's going to remember the covenant when the heathen begin to boast and start saying, "Look what I did! Look what I did! Ha ha ha!" The Bible says, brother Zoe, that the Bible, that the Most High is going to have pity on his people. He's going to have mercy on his people, and this is the good news tonight that he is going to deliver us because the heathen has started to boast and say, "Look what we did!" This is the only way the true Israelites is going to be delivered because we some knucklehead people still, but he made a covenant with our grandfather. That is the only thing that's going to spare us. That is the only thing that's going to spare us. Second Chronicles 714 will not be fulfilled with two rebellious with two knuckleheads. We ain't know what we think about coming to the Most High, but the Most High cannot have Israel just tore down and forgotten. He still is doing the work. Romans ten eleven talks about having the most forsaken his people. Is this the end? Is this the end? What did happen to you? Because, you know, now we have the Gentiles as a part of our commonwealth. But in those chapters, it says he has not forsaken his people. Those 12 natural tribes are going to be those that obey him, and he's going to resurrect a remnant, a remnant. Most of us is going to perish. Uh, brother, go ahead, quick comment, quick comment,
2: and I've got to move on. Oh, just, just, just keep doing what you're doing. i uh, uh call into the show, you know, uh, another time. But, uh, you know, thank you for taking my, taking my call.
1: All right, brothers, though. Again, another intelligent brother with a very strong question. I love black men come on the line, intelligent, making sense, asking deep questions, make us all think, okay? But, folks, I'm telling you all, the most high is behind so-called white people. Can you believe that? He's behind it. I can prove it. I can show you, I can show you, and again, we've talked about this. Those of you that's new to the show tonight, and we've got a lot of names and numbers. I'm, I'm looking at still a lot of people on the phone line. I don't recognize some of these numbers. Go into the archives of Five Smooth Stone. In, in other words, go to blogtalkradio.com. Do a search, Five Smooth Stone, and just move down and look at how many times I talk about these people from the north, these people from the north. I do lots of shows where we bring out many scriptures, Scripture talking about how the Most High said he would send a people to oppress the whole world. White people, there's nothing more than his nation. He called them. Just read your two for starts. He calls them his nation. So who are you hating? Your problem ain't white people. Your problem is the Most High Israel. Turn to him. Awake, Zion. Put on thy strength. Do you remember when you ruled? Do you remember? King David, King Solomon. Are you sure you don't remember in your spirits? I know that's prophetic, speaking. anyway, this brother is probably going to laugh at me all the way. Brother Jefferson Edwards, I'm coming at you. Hopefully, you're on the phone Ericode eight one six seven six five. Are you there, my brother? I'm there. <laughs> I know you didn't press one, but I have to put you on the spot, my brother. How you like the show so far?
11: No comment right now. Say what? No comment right now.
1: <laughs> First time I've listened. Okay, well, everybody, just so y'all know, this—I I don't, y'all know—I don't open up phone lines and press and mess with nobody. But I did this brother because this is a good friend of mine, and his brother has been one of those persons out here talking about racism. He has a book out called. Uh, liberated, uh, cho- uh, uh, Chosen Not Cursed and then Liberated No Longer Bound And some other books I'll let him tell you And uh, y'all got to go to this brother's website I listened to one of his messages I'll talk to you about that message late off the air But uh, this is one of those pioneers that you don't hear about You don't hear very people talking about racism in the church No you don't You know about civil rights leaders you know about marches But you don't know about people that go to churches And open up the Bible and start showing you black folks in the Bible you don't know. You don't hear that. And and this is the one and only Jefferson Edwards on the line, good friend of mine. And I want Jefferson, please, if you don't do nothing else, just let us know what books you got out there and your website and how people can get more of your information, if nothing else. Since you don't have no comments on the show tonight. you're gonna to have comments later, I'm sure, because you're gonna be listening in the future, right?
11: Yeah, I will. I okay, probably. well,
1: go ahead and let everybody know what's going on with uh, your your network and, and everything. Just let us know.
11: Well, you can uh, look at some of the things we're doing in our books on uh, www.jeffedwards.org. We have six published books. Uh, about, I think, four of them relate to something relating to race or racism or relates to characters of uh, color in the Bible. first one is Chosen Not Curse, uh, and it's uh, subtitled The Destiny of the Spiritual Ethiopian. Uh, the second one is called Liberate, No Longer Bound. And the subtitle is called What Really is Freedom. Then there's a book that's based on ministry training called The Call of God, or subtitled since I've been called to preach, now what? And there's a message. Then there's a book called Gifted Discovering Your Hidden Greatness, and that's dealing with uh, the wise men in the Bible and that the reference to the wise people in the world or wise people on earth that God had a reference to people of color. Um, then there's one called Purging Racism from Christianity, and uh, the subtitle is Freedom and Purpose Through Identity. And then the last book we did was called uh, Where Are All the Fathers, uh, and wow.
2: it's
11: subtitled The Detriment or the Curse of a Fatherless Generation. We're mm-hmm. negotiating with the publishers right now on a uh, book right now we just written which will probably be chosen I cursed the first book to the part of the fiftieth degree. And this book I challenge academia uh as it relates to people of color in the scriptures, some of the apparent people of color that seemingly the the uh, theologians always put a negative curve to it. And I dismiss those negative curves. There's nothing negative about most of them and then I identified several people in the Bible they wouldn't have known as people of color uh, and just kind of challenge academia in in the Western hemisphere. And I just actually got a PhD in that, in that area.
1: Wow. Wow. Well, listen, um, uh, Jefferson, I really appreciate you, um, letting everybody know what's going on with you. And, uh, like I say, folks, this is one of those voices that early on inspired me. Um, you know, we kind of tweaked each other and, uh, I just thank you for listening tonight, my brother. I really hope you, uh, like I've been telling everybody, go into you know you go to uh, blogtalkradio.com and simply uh, do a search for Five Smooth Stones, and you'll see one year of programming over. I think we had like over uh, should be right at twenty five thousand. I checked today, and I thought it was twenty, but it's actually twenty five thousand listens so far. So that's a little bit of work we've been trying to do, man. But listen. I'm gonna wrap up uh, Jefferson. Uh, a lot of people thinking it goes off at one, and they like to hang around to the end. But now, so I don't want to drag it on too much. Um, but man, I really, y'all, please, please go to the websites and, and, and support this brother. Buy the book, especially all of them, really, if you can. But the one that blessed me the most, I have to be honest, because that's the one I read always is uh, "Chosen Not Cursed." Uh, you know, and this is when the Most High was revealing a lot of things that uh, I've talked about. And uh, that book was one of the, um, I guess you can call it, building blocks of Brother Seth. So, Jefferson, again, thank you, man, for coming on the phone line. And i know I put you on the spot and letting everybody know what's going on with you, okay?
11: Yes, thank you. I appreciate the discussion very much so. All, All right,
2: right,
11: man. I didn't know that that kind of, uh, should I say, uh, intelligent movement or uh, dispersing of information and, and response was going on.
1: Oh yeah, this is big big stuff, big stuff. I mean I mean I uh I don't even spend a whole lot of time building up this show like I should. Some people have all type of advertisements and they're making money. I'm not trying to make money on this. This is just a we just keep it simple. But listen, I got other listeners that's listen, I wanna wrap this show up but thank you my friend and uh hopefully you'll call in and another thing is Jefferson, hopefully we'll do a show with you. We'll just uh, do a little setup on you and uh, bring you on. So, everybody, this is Jefferson. That was the guy y'all looking at. It. I'm sure y'all went and Googled him while he was talking. But we'll have him on and he'll talk about his book. And this, one thing, he's very humble, but this brother been all over the world. You know how I talk about my travels, and y'all really like the show where I did the travels, well, probably at times twice. His brother, I've been to 24 countries. And uh, how many countries have you been to, Jefferson? You
11: know, I've never counted them, to be
1: honest. You should one day set an account, but I know everything I can think of going ain't done being.
5: <laughs>
1: so it's going to be interesting. If nothing else will have you on talking about your travels. All right.
8: All right.
2: All right. All right. Well, again,
1: that's. And Again, everybody, that's Minister Jefferson Edwards. Go on his website, check out his stuff. This is one of those voices that you just don't hear much about. Again, y'all know about civil rights leaders inside of the, you know, they have marches, you know, but you don't know about people in churches because the church don't deal with racism. Well, that brother right there been all over the world, Australia, you name it, he been there talking just like I, I've i done, but just on a bigger scale he have done. So anyway, i got to wrap this show up. I want to thank everybody. many people on the phone line still and uh, I don't think the chairman ever got his sound back, and I'm going to get another free month. But they think I liked it, but I don't appreciate it, really. And it's only certain topics. You know, when you start getting a large following, people start getting intimidated. And uh, just curse block talk, you know. Pray, pray that the most High will judge it or get it right. I'm serious. We have that power. Let's just agree right now that most I will judge this site, and uh, one of us will uh, come up with our own site and, and write it and put it out of business or they'll get the act together because I'm really tired of calling customer service and complaining. Oh, we're sorry. They know what they're doing. But I thank you all for, for calling the phone lines, uh, those of you that got my message and call the phone lines and continue to listen to the sisters. Let's make the enemy out of a liar. Let's share this program with Let's just say a go, five other people. Everybody listen to me. Share the program with five other people because they actually came in the chat room, didn't hear sound, and left. As many people as we got on the phone line still, and don't forget this thing is recorded, so people are going to be listening tomorrow, next month, next year even. This is a hot one tonight. So please, everybody, share this show and the information Jefferson said. and uh, (laughs) He didn't have any comments because I know I said a lot. And uh, and I know everybody ain't gonna agree with everything I say, but I know a lot of what he heard. He had to, like especially the, the white woman early on, just just bearing her soul. But folks, listen, the truth is often stranger than fiction. And a lot of these things that I believe and I've said tonight, I fought. I fought leprosy. I fought us being Israelite. I thought it's the craziest thing in the world. But you got to ask this question: If it all started out with dark skinned people, how do? How did Israel wind up anything else?
10: Think about that for a second.
1: My stepdad and I used to go toe-to-toe. I mean, not toe-to-toe. We would have these debates. My stepfather would always win. You know, not that I was trying, I was just trying to, you know, get understanding, but my stepfather always looked up to. One day, my stepfather said, well, son, don't you know that Moses had three sons? One was white, one was uh, yellow and one was black. And he said that was the beauty of the uh, glory of God. And this, he got from theological seminary Still teach this. Moses, three sons, one black. One olive, one white. White and olive come from black. White and olive come from black. It's just... You know, if you're talking to, and that's why when we did our shows on leprosy, I would bring on, you know, these different clips of people talking about this, y'all, because, you know, like Dr. Chetty, you know, I'm telling y'all, check out those old clips at Five song on leprosy. We we nail this thing down. But this is what caused my stepdad to look at me, walk upstairs, and I didn't silence him because I respect him. I didn't want to silence him, but he was silenced. My stepdad never back off of an argument. He just, he's very soft-spoken, and he'll just share it, and he'll share it and share it forever. He never raises his voice. But when I said this to him, and I'm saying this to everybody else that have issues with this whole black-skinned Israelite, my stepfather, said to him, I say, Billy, I hate to put him on the spot, but that's his name, Billy. I say, Billy, so you say Ham was black, Shem was olive, and Japheth, or Yapheth, was white. He said, yeah. I say, isn't it strange that Japheth, the Japheth, had the or Japheth had the smallest amount of kids, and if it's white skin, it's genetically inferior, or or, or it's mutation. It, 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 it can't stand Ham. sinners would have wiped it out. When black and white mix, black is the dominant gene. When olive and white mix, olive is the dominant gene. Ham had the smallest—I mean, Shim had—I mean, Japheth had the smallest amount of kids, and there was lots of mixing. How could a white race have come out of that? He got up, he grabbed his stuff, and he walked upstairs. That changed our relationship, and that let me know. And I've been in twenty-four countries. I've sat down with rabbis in Israel. Y'all know I've talked about this. I've sat up with, with, a, with, with not no regular rabbi with the Lord. I'm talking about the guys, the Orthodox people. And I, and I play dumb like, hey, I've heard that there's a whole lot of talk about blacks being Israelites. And they said, oh, that's not true. Again, I'm going up, to, up into other programs, and I can't do this, but I've got to give y'all the 30-second version. And I began to start saying, Well they saying that y'all have never been put in slave ships. And Moses said that Israel will be put in slave ships. And they said that y'all have never had y'all's wives, as Deuteronomy twenty eight says, you have a wife, you'll betrothed a wife, you'll betrothed a wife, but another nation will come in line with her. They say y'all never went through that. Well, you must not be familiar with the Holocaust. I said, Well, tell me about the Holocaust. And y'all know, everybody listening to the sound of my voice, I got lots of people on the phone line. Y'all know, nowhere in no Holocaust was their women ravished like our women were. We live Deuteronomy 28. Isaiah, Isaiah says, their young men have fainted. They lie at the head of all the streets. As young, hold on, let me get out here. I'm actually getting my Bible out on y'all on this one. Tell me who meets the scripture. Isaiah the prophet is talking about the state of the men of Israel, and if this don't sound like thugs hanging on the street, I don't know what does. Everybody I ever share the scripture with say, "My brother, you right about that." Listen to it. Isaiah 52. Tell me who who is this talking about? We think Israel Israel is these little people dancing around. You know, a little funny music. That's what we call Jewish. <laughs> Jews or Israelites was a people with the same cultures we have. They had a. There was a nation really led by women. Watch this. Turn your Bible to this. You ain't going to believe this. Isaiah 50 and 20, 51 and 20. Listen to the scriptures. This is in your Bible. I'm not twisting your hand, I promise you. I'm not lying. This is in your Bible. Listen to scripture. This is Isaiah talking about the state of Israel's young men. Listen to this. Thy sons have fainted. They lie at the head of all the streets. As a wild bull in a net, they are full of the fury. Of the Lord. Now, when you say of the Lord, that throws us off. Because you're saying, okay, look at it again. Thy sons have fainted. They lie at the head of all the streets. Now, you know, it's going to look real funny. All these young men laying down the streets. That's not what it means. They faint in their minds. Lie at the head of the streets means,
5: lie means hang around, stay, uh, not moving much. They stay on the street. But listen, what's the head of a street?
1: I've asked this all over the world. Nobody, never got it wrong. I've asked this all over the world. Nobody has never got it wrong. What is the head of a street? It's the corner. As a wild bull. Well, you can't be a wild bull and have fainted. Thy sons have fainted. They lie at the head of all the streets. As wild bulls in a net. And what's this next? They don't mean men are strong. Our young men are strong. They're, but there's this myth that's got them. And watch this last part of the verse. They are full of fury, anger, bitterness of the Lord, though. That's what throws us off. Watch the last five words. Blew me away. Because I always like the first part of Scripture. But this last part I wasn't ready to accept. The rebuke. Oh, my God. These young men is acting out because we won their form. There is an anger that has fueled our multi-billion dollar industry called rap. If you ain't mad and, and rapping angry, you ain't a good rapper. That series has produced our whole music industry. My sons have fainted. They lie at the head of all the streets. As a wild bull in a net. They are full of the fear of the Lord, the rebuke of thy God. These young boys have nothing more judgment against this nation called black folks, or, which is no such as folks or Israelites. I don't believe everybody black is Israelites, just those that have fulfilling Deuteronomy 28 prophecies. Again, you can have blessings and victory in your life individually, if you obey the Most High, individually, it's not just about curse, curse, curse. But we're talking about a nation and what a nation is going to go through. But like I told Brother Zoe in Detroit, the good news is the Most High, when the heathen begin to boast that he's oppressing you, that's when the Most High is going to get jealous and say saying, what are you talking about? I'm the one that put you there. I'm the one. What are you doing? And he's going to rescue a remnant of his people. Romans 10, 11 talks about it all day long. The Most High has not forsaken those 12 tribes of Israel.
5: It's
1: all about the Most High. It's all about loving your neighbor and following the Most High. I'm telling you. If I can do that better in my life, I think things will go smoothly, and I encourage you to do the same. I'm going to keep on having these blogs. I just think the Most High for all of you all. You're still on the phone line. lots of you still listening. Uh, again, Follow the show, follow the show. Don't forget to check out the Jefferson Edwards, uh, all the information you name. We'll see y'all on person. The New World Order Watch Society. I got something for y'all. Do not hang up. you check out this last song. You know I always leave out with a bang. Check out this song. Check out this song. you got to listen to this song, especially at the very end, okay? Love every single one of y'all. ain't nothing you can do about it. Awake, Israel. Awake, Zion. Put on my
4: strength.
5: Everybody I say, oh, 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 Everybody oh. Say, oh. i Come on. We move with power. We move in authority. If you know you got victory on the enemy, somebody scream up praise right now. Look at the look at your name next that we tell him. He ain't got nothing on you. He ain't got nothing on you. Romans 16 verse 40 says this. And the God of peace shall do Satan under your feet. This is where he is.
7: Staples knows that when your spreadsheets no longer spread, it's time. When your presentations are not presentable, it's time. And when tensions in the office are high...
8: No, tensions are very, very high.
7: It's definitely time. And it's times like these when pros turn to Staples. Staples has a full range of tech services to help your business with everything from data recovery to virus protection. And right now, get $50 a